Hello, friends. Hello. It's me, Flip. <laughs> and it's me, Ange. And we are Yay. back with another Wednesday midweek mini soda. Yay. It's little. I promise this time Yay. it'll be little, you guys. <laughs> it will be little. We don't have a big box of fun stuff to open, so Not it's this just. Week. Oh, we did a little week. bit of research. We're going to tell you about some spooky shit. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. How's your week, Ange? Okay. So today, you know the character from the Peanuts cartoon strip, uh, Pigpen? Yeah. It's covered in all the dirt? Yeah. That was me. That was actually me today. So that client I haven't had in like a year and a half. And I made the mistake of going right in for the ceiling fans. And I did the duster and all of it fell onto my head. And Aww. it was already hot in there, so everything was damp. And then I went and bleached the shower, so now I smell like bleach and I'm covered in dust. And I just kept walking around the house, shaking off dust everywhere. And by the time I got home, I was like, that's it. I got to take a shower. I'm disgusting. But <laughs> other than that, it's been charming. Okay. Jesus. How have you been? Have you been working? Yeah. You know, living mm. my best life, working. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do I, you, girl? I enjoy it so much. Yes. <laughs> yeah you know that's Yay. it i um i i rearranged up here so now i have some star wars figurines yes you did and, that looks good. and, and my nirvana, nirvana sticker <laughs> yay yeah right before i hopped in here i was like uh, i should make my bed so i made it it's got pillows it's got pillows that's all that matters i i did the thing yeah we tried guys not high budget <sighs> no we're, we're just we're backgrounds. chilling we're chilling today yes what are you drinking um i have a mcultra today oh that's exciting mm -hmm. that's a choice it's the are they any good it's the superior light beer i've never had it. I, don't I, think. I don't know it's just a light beer doesn't really <laughs> taste like anything she says it's the superior light beer that's okay. what they said it's the superior light beer okay. i didn't say it um i went um hey sammy i went to publix oh no siri thinks i'm talking to it no okay i went to publix uh -huh. and they had this what is it crestwood barrel riesling oh no 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 this is from this is from aldi oh, okay yes yeah mm -hmm. yes so i'm trying that today so far so good i like the taste it's okay. not the sweetest thing i've ever had but it's good good and then uh, water yeah Yep. And Twix. Hold on. So my roommate goes to the to the gas station at night and he mm. goes, Do you want anything? And I go, No, I'm good. And he comes back and he goes, I got you candy. <laughs> so he That's got me sweet. candy and he got me where did I put it? He got me a patch. He went to a shoe store and didn't want to ah. buy anything, so he bought me Very yeah, cool. it's a patch for my backpacking backpack. So yeah. Very cool. Nice. Oh man. Alrighty. So today Mm -hmm. We are going to be covering the elevator game and some 4th of July stuff. And mm -hmm. we have some news updates, you know. Uh -huh. So I think we'll start with the news updates and then, um, then I'll jump into the elevator game. Yes, please. Throw us all the news. I love when you do the news. <sighs> okay, you guys. <laughs> um, For those of you who have been following Vanessa... Uh, what is it? G Goulian? J Julian? I don't know how to say it, but I have been. 
Okay, so for those of you who have been following that news, um, you should know that her body was found. Um, The um, Fort Hood soldier, of course, there was a suspect involved. They had a suspect. They were on their way to make an arrest. He died of a suicide. Jesus. So there's your there's your prime suspect right there. Mm-hmm. Um so he died of a suicide today as they were on their way to I guess arrest him. Good lord. So that's news update number 1. That sucks. Um Seattle co- cops have cleared the occupied zone and uh more than 20 people have been arrested. Boo. Which is a boo. big old boo if you ask me. <laughs> They were doing such a fun, they had such a fun thing going on there. Oh, well. That was just fun stuff there. Can't laugh forever. Uh, um, the ex-officer who fatally shot Rashad Brooks has been released on bond. <sighs> For fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, all of the Weinstein um, accusers have been given a $19 million settlement. <laughs> hmm. Um, so is he see. not going to jail then? He is in. Oh, he was in jail. Because he was accused in two different places. Yeah. yeah. But okay. still, there was still a settlement, even though he went to jail. <laughs> um, the Golden State Killer pled guilty yeah. yesterday to all of his crimes. Uh, wonderful, wonderful should. news, as he should. Yes, of course. Fuck that guy. Mm-mm. Jesus Christ. Um, two men in New York City were caught with uh, $4,500 worth of illegal fireworks. Uh, just so you know, all fireworks are illegal in New York. <laughs> so I don't know what they were doing oh, with them. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't know what on earth was going to happen there, but okay. Um, and three youth facility staffers have been charged with the death of a black teen, Cornelius Fredericks. Um, he died days after being restrained at Lakeside Academy, and witnesses said that he repeatedly said that he could not breathe while he was being restrained. I don't get why people don't believe people when they say they can't breathe. Uh, I have no That's idea. Ridiculous. Um, That's ridiculous. Anti-Semitic crimes have been rising in California. Huh. I don't know why, but anti-Semitic crimes have been say, rising. Any more information on that? That's fucked up. Um, and... San Francisco will now end their mugshot release program because of racial biases that are happening. Um, It's it's a pretty big deal. I mean, here in Florida, you could just go online and look at anybody's mugshot. That's fine. (laughs) Y'all. Sunshine law. (laughs) Listen, listen. Sometimes, sometimes it's interesting to know what people have been arrested for. Mm Mm-mm. Marcy says it's a pool. It's... Uh, 19 million trust that uh, the victims that yeah. they, they can apply for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Um, where was I? I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, what was his name? Huey, baby Huey or whatever his name was. The guy who sang pop, yes. lock and drop it. That rapper. He was uh, fatally yeah. killed. No. Yeah. In a, in a double shooting. No suspects have been arrested and the investigation is still ongoing. I know that's some disappointing crime from our childhood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you got any other good news? 
None of um, this has been good news. Nothing here is good. <laughs> Guys, welcome to our lives. Like, this is the shit we'd look up for fun, and it's all dark and sad. It is really dark and sad. <laughs> oh! Um, oh, my dog farted. Oh! It's real bad. I'm sorry. It's okay, she's right behind me. Aww. And apparently the Mythbuster Adam Savage has been accused of sexually assaulting his sister. <gasps> <gasps> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Marcy, did you hear that? <laughs> Sorry, she's in the comments. Marcy. So you know we're just we've got some great, great news coming on right now. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Les. Thanks for joining us, bud. <laughs> Because it's 2020. There is no good news. There is exactly. Yeah, yes. and what the fuck really on Adam Savage? Because of all the people, well, between Amy and Adam and Jamie, I would expect Adam to do it more than Jamie. So that's you know. Ooh, new follower. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. New followers. How's it going? Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. So weird ass day. Yeah. So not so great news. Um, in okay. other really, really weird news, uh, I heard that we were shutting down beaches here in, in Florida for the yeah. Haivan. <laughs> heard that we were shutting down beaches here in Florida, but what the fuck is going on up there? <laughs> like, <laughs> gonna, we're going to bust them in. We're going to bust them in. Doesn't matter. <sighs> it's, hmm. well, I, it's just one of those things. I was talking to my mom and it's like, you know, if because I was, she was saying, I was saying shit's hitting the fan in Texas, basically, right? And she's like, yeah, well, shit's hitting the fan in Florida, too. And I was like, here's the thing. It never stopped hitting the fan in right. Florida. Exactly. We never stopped. You guys exactly. are getting it now. Y'all could have prevented what we fucking did. <laughs> we have been in this shit since day one. Well, you know, the like, governor we... said today that he is not, man he's not making masks mandatory at any point, so. I know. Well, and not even for schools reopening. No. I mean, they're mandatory here in, in uh, Volusia right now, so. Uh, and I think they just voted in Brevard, no. And then St. Augustine Saint is John's, yes. No, St. John's voted no. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, Duval <laughs> is yes. What about Flagler? No. I don't even know. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> we're, we're Come good. on, what are you guys doing? <laughs> it's all elderly, we're good. Yes. So, that's our, our news <laughs> update for today. <laughs> Um, Thanks. Sam said that she took her drug and alcohol test for her, her permit today. So that was a nice, yeah, you did. That was a nice four hours of your day <laughs> that you spent. <laughs> you did it. You're one step closer to getting your permit and driving us all around town. Thank you, Sammy. Yay. Yay. Oh man. All right. So. Okay. Yes. I guess now we will hop into the very weird an interesting elevator game. The huh. city of St. Augustine is mandatory, not the county. The county. Okay. Okay, but the city is. Yes. And then I think the, I think governor the governor is letting is individual in towns, counties decide on their own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm. So, the okay. elevator game. Yes. And why are we talking about the elevator game? So... Um, if you guys were here on Sunday, you heard us talk about the Cecil Hotel and Elisa Lamb. Um, now, this has not been proven, 
But it is suspected that Elisa was playing the elevator game in the the footage that we all saw of her um, Mm -hmm. right before her death. Now, the elevator game stems from Korea. It is not an American thing. Stems from Korea. Um, Now, this article here says that... Nobody really knows if it's real or not, but they say that people should, of course, proceed with extreme caution when they're playing. Uh, Mm -hmm. If the game is done correctly, then it will take you to another world where everything is just like it is in the normal world, but you are the only person in that world is dark. Some people said that they've done it and they've successfully returned. Um... And they said that there's a red cross in the distance, but all claim to have become disoriented and had trouble remembering how to get back to the real world. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. So let's talk about the instructions of the game. Gross. Guys, P.S. Don't do this. Don't fucking do this. Don't do this. Like, we're telling you about it now, but it's up there with, like, what, Bloody Mary and Candyman? Yeah. Except that you could possibly transport yourself somewhere else and not get back. Right. Don't do this. Don't do it. Um, so only one person can play at a time. You can only perform this ritual in a building that is at least 10 stories high with at least one elevator in it. Mm-hmm. If there are not at least 10 stories, do not proceed. Yep. <laughs> Rule number one. Enter the elevator from the first floor by yourself. If anyone gets on, then understand that you cannot continue from the first floor and wait until the elevator can be taken alone. Press the button for the fourth floor. Do not get out when the elevator reaches the fourth floor. Stay in the elevator and press the button for the second floor. We're walking on stairs in the middle of a hiking trail. Shut up. (laughs) She's right. Do not get out when you reach the second floor. Stay on the elevator and then press the button for the sixth floor. Do not get out on the sixth floor. Remain in the elevator and press the button again for the second floor. Once you get to the second floor, don't get out. Press the button for the tenth floor. Now, some people have reported that they hear a voice calling to them on the second floor during this section. Do not reply. Like like from outside the elevator? Like what maybe Elisa was looking at? It's possible, yeah. Don't reply. Don't answer. Do not get out once you've reached the 10th floor. Stay on and press the button for the 5th floor. It's been reported by some that a woman may enter the elevator on floor five. She may appear as a stranger who wishes to engage with you. More importantly, she may appear as someone you know. It's important that you do not acknowledge her in any word or any glance. If the elevator you're on is is reflective, then stare at the floor or the buttons only. Jesus. Mm-mm. Now press the button to head to the first floor. Instead of going towards the first floor, you will notice that the elevator will begin to ascend to the 10th floor. If that is the case, then you have done the ritual properly. 
However, and this is very important, if you instead descend to the first floor, then you've done something wrong. Get off from the first floor immediately. If the woman on the elevator is there, do not acknowledge her. Huh. If you reach the 10th floor, you can either stay on the elevator or exit. Some have reported that upon attempting to leave the elevator, the woman will try one last time to engage with you. She may raise her voice and ask you where you're going or what's wrong. She may shriek at you as you cross the door's threshold. Keep your wits about you and do not engage or look at her, even out of fear. There is only one way to know whether you have traveled to the other world for sure. You will be the only one there. Ew. I, do, I hate it. <laughs> I don't like anything about it. Why would you do it? And then there's all these Reddit stories of people that have done it and like talking about what they did and like I, the woman was there and blah, blah, yeah, blah. I'm actually going to die. I'm going to read one of them in a second. Oh, God. Oh, so thank you. Alternatively, if you do not exit on the 10th floor, press the button for the first floor and keep pressing it until the elevator begins to move. Once you've reached the first floor, exit the elevator immediately. Do not exit on any other floors first. Do not acknowledge the woman if she is still on the elevator. If anyone else gets on, then do not speak to them either. Just remain completely silent. Mm -hmm. If you do exit the elevator, the elevator you use to get there is the only one that you can use to return. You need to remember where your elevator was. Fuck. I just screwed. I can barely find my own hotel room half the time. When you get back on the elevator, press the buttons in the same order in which you did in steps two through eight, which you used to travel. That will take you to the fifth floor. Once you've reached the fifth floor, press the button for the first floor. Don't be surprised when instead you begin to ascend again to the tenth floor. Don't panic. You can press the button of any floor lower than 10 to stop ascending, but you must do it before you reach the 10th floor. Some have described the feeling of being called not to cancel the elevator's ascension. You must. Mm. Once you've canceled the ascension and reached the first floor, make sure that everything seems normal to you. If anything seems remotely strange... If you hear anything you should not be hearing. Oh, hi, Mom. Hey, Mom. (laughs) If you hear anything that you should not be hearing, if you smell anything that you don't recognize, then do not exit the elevator. You have to repeat steps two until everything is normal on the first floor. It's extremely important. Once Once you're satisfied with everything on the first floor and you see that it is as it should be in your world... Then you can exit the elevator. Gross. Which is super interesting to think about because when you look at that video and she's like flailing around and like, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking like, is this the normal floor? Do I smell something? Should I stay in here? Maybe I, was that a different sound? Mm -hmm. Like she's checking to see if everything's back to normal. So some additional information. The other world has been described by travelers as dark, but otherwise exactly like your home world. Again, you will know that it's not your home world because nobody else will be there. In the distance, you may see a red cross through a window, or it, it may be a cross, 
or it may be something else. Electronics often do not work, but some have posted videos that state that they have been taken while traveling to the other world. You may become Hmm. disoriented if you exit on the 10th floor. You may feel dizzy. Be vigilant and pay attention to how you're feeling and keep your wits about you. If you pass out, you may wake up at home, but you need to understand that this won't be your home world. It also may not be the other world you intended to travel to by invoking this ritual. Examine everything around you and make sure it is as it should be. If you get in the wrong elevator on your return, then do not enter the return sequence. It will not work. Which is hey, Savannah. unbelievably creepy to think about. Yeah, because what? Okay. What is the point of doing this? Because it sounds like you get to the other world and freaking nobody's there anyway. So it's just you walking around in another dimension for fun. I mean, I guess. You may not be able to get out of. I guess. That seems bad. I don't know. That's. Oh, it's what's the world in Stranger Things? The upside down? The upside down. You basically just no. enter the upside down. No, don't like that. So there is a person here on Reddit. Uh, what's his name? Ripped Geek. Ripped Geek. <laughs> um, he says that he is a huge skeptic, doesn't believe in anything paranormal, doesn't believe in anything like that. Mm-hmm. Might have to pass on this game. Yeah, Sam, don't play it. Just don't, don't do play it. it. He said the other world sounded really intriguing and he decided to go ahead with the ritual on a Saturday evening. He lives in a flat on the 11th floor of the building. So despite popular advice, he decided to perform the ritual in his own building in the elevator that he uses daily. No. He walked out of his apartment with a steely resolved and reached the elevator. Something in his mind told him not to do it, but his skepticism got the better of him, and he went to do it. He went down to the first floor to begin the ritual. As he heard the ping of the elevator, he went on with the four, two, six, two, ten, five, one. He said nothing happened. Okay. He's like, I was really full of anxiety. There was no woman on the fifth floor. The elevator didn't ascend to the 10th floor. He was like, this is a huge ego boost for me because I'm so skeptical. He returned to his flat using the same elevator and totally felt victorious. However, as the night went on, I just couldn't sleep. I usually have such a hectic day. I'm sound asleep by 1130 p.m. But something was really off about that night. I twisted and turned in my bed the whole night and woke up exhausted and covered in sweat. After my chores, I went out to get some groceries. To my surprise, the elevator was out of order. I immediately made the mental connection of the damaged elevator to my performance of the ritual. I got very intrigued. I took the stairs, went out and got groceries and had a pretty normal Sunday. By 10 p.m., I was ready to sleep when I heard a loud and shrill cry outside my door, which was strange as the only other people on my floor were out on vacation. No. I went to inspect the noise and I saw wet footsteps and a slight maroon tint to them, kind of like mud, but slightly redder. Like somebody had 
a slight cut on their feet after walking in some muddy terrain. Oh, no. I followed the footsteps out of stupid curiosity, and to my utter shock, they led to the elevator, which was surprisingly no longer out of order. Something in my mind compelled me to get onto the elevator to go to the ground floor and check out with the security guard who had signed in to visit the 11th floor. And down I went. The elevator doors opened slower than they usually do, as if unveiling something grand on the fifth floor instead of the lobby I was intending to go to. A woman with dark hair wearing black tattered evening gown entered the elevator. Something inside of me clicked immediately, and I wish I could just run out of the elevator. Hmm. However, something in me froze, disabling me from moving. My gaze was fixed at her feet, and I understand the source. I understood the source of those footsteps. Worn and torn skin dangled from her feet as she was rotting from the inside out. And the smell, nothing can even be close to it. It was just no. like a bunch of rotting corpses shoved into one person. As I looked up at her, she had a grin on her face that was evil, sinister, spine-chilling, which washed away my skepticism forever. No. You're not supposed to look at her. At this point, I knew the only way I was getting out of the elevator alive was by completing the ritual. I pressed the button for the first floor, and the elevator began to ascend upwards. As much as I wished to get to the bottom floor and run out for dear life, I had this primal compulsion to run out as soon as the doors open. Now I understood why people get off the elevator on the 10th floor, despite it being so risky. You just want to get away from the woman. As I ran out, her voice was in my mind. Where are you going, Sam? No, no. Scared shitless, I ran only to discover my utter solitude in the other world. It was like the hallway was endless and I couldn't get away from the elevator no matter how far I ran. I was stuck in some sort of loop. I briefly caught the sky outside through the corner of my eye and saw a reddish sky, which I used to treat as fictional crap upon listening to others' experiences. There was even the fabled burning cross in the sky. Oh, no. As soon as I saw it, I could... Sam? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell no. As soon as I saw it, I couldn't move away. My, I, I couldn't move my gaze. It was as if I was in a trance. The cross was laden with limbs and body parts, which seemed to be ripped off bodies. Oh, no, no, no. I summoned all my will, looked away, and pressed the button to summon the elevator. To my surprise, and contrary to what I had read otherwise, the elevator opened instantly. I got inside and reverse performed the ritual without any interference, surprisingly. Down I went to the first floor and canceled the ascension on time. I rushed out, traumatized, scared, and scarred. I took the stairs to the 11th floor to my apartment and crashed in my bed. As soon as my eyes shut, I was back in the other world. Fuck! God! (laughs) Oh, that's not okay. This time, my run was accompanied by her chasing me. No. No. Not with those feet. That's terrible. I suddenly woke up. I went through my day as bravely as I could, fearing the inevitable night and the sleep it contained. 
I tried to stay awake as late as I possibly could, but I don't know when I was, but I don't know when, but I was back there again. This time she was ahead of me. I had no way of escaping her. Her long torn out finger touched my abdomen and I was completely frozen. It was like true sleep paralysis. No, don't do that. (laughs) Her finger went through my skin and into my body and I felt a jolt of pain around my abdomen and woke up with a startle. I was burning up. I had a red mark on my abdomen. I went to the ER and I had internal bleeding. That's when I knew I had to seek help. I went through some cleansing rituals that I found on the internet. The pain meds were kicking Mm. in. My lightheadedness came with a feeling of despair as I knew I wouldn't wake up from another sleep. I dragged my body to the chapel in the hospital and I prayed to God for the first time in my life just to keep me alive just for one more night. I don't know when I slept, but the next thing I remember was waking up to the sound of the janitor cleaning up the chapel and I realized I had gone through the night unscathed. I immediately checked out the hospital Checked out of the hospital, bought some sage, cleansed my entire house, myself, and my surrounding premises. It's been a week without any night towers. However, I constantly feel a presence watching me as I get out of the house and cross the elevator to take the stairs. I know for a fact that I am alive as long as my faith is. Uh, No, thanks. (laughs) No. No. Because that's the thing. I don't. I, I want it to be true, but I also don't want it to. be I true. I don't want it to be true so no at all. I don't want to. Nah, nah. Um, that sounds horrible. Not so a game to play. no. And of course, he he posted like an, a, a couple of updates and stuff. Oh shit. Because um, everybody's like, because everybody's lying. like, you're a liar. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. So he said, after the last incident, as many of you know, as many of you have suggested, I sought help from a priest. I got my house cleansed. I'd even got a crucifix blessed by the priest, which I keep with me at all times. After I posted last night, I received a message on my cell phone. It was from an old friend of mine. And he was like, are you OK? Why did you mess with the paranormal? And how are things now? I explained the situation to him and we had a long chat. I got to know that he had an experience with the other world as well. I asked him to come over the next day to tell me his tale. I was too scared to listen to the story and then have to go to sleep alone. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. you're put, a grown adult living here by yourself playing this dumb game. I put my crucifix under my pillow and went to sleep, and nothing eventful happened throughout the day until the next evening when Alex came over. It was dark outside and around 9 p.m. I expected him to come over earlier as I didn't want to hear about that stuff so close to my bedtime. But upon seeing him, I forgot my concern as we had been meeting after a long time. We had a couple of beers and sat down to discuss the incident. I hung my crucifix over the edge of my chair and sat down to listen. He was in front of me on another chair. I had laid down some salt around my flat, which I had been doing since that day. Oi. <sighs> I hate it. <laughs> it's not worth having to go through all that stuff, guys. Like, 
if you intend on playing it, go ahead, buy your sage now. His, go buy your church now. His inclination towards the supernatural had, beco- had begun since he was a kid, and he had seen a woman jump off the adjoining house balcony, only to later discover that the house had been long abandoned and nobody could have possibly entered it. His stupid curiosity made him stumble upon the ritual known as the hooded man. I don't know what that oh, is, no. and I'm not looking don't it up because no. <laughs> nope. Nope. We don't need to add to this. He went on with the whole trying the black cord, dialing the number, hello, I need a cab, that kind of stuff. It's like another game. Yeah. Kind of. Ew. After some time, he looked out his window and voila, there was a black cab. He went in slept in the back seat and woke up at 3.33 instead of 3.30. However, he attributed the delay to checking his watch a moment after waking up and not immediately. He went to sleep again. Upon waking, he found the cab moving on a very unfamiliar road. No markings on the tarmac, as as if it wasn't meant for anyone to tread on. He noticed the hooded man driving the cab. As much as he wanted to end the ritual, something glued him to his seat. The surroundings were eerily entrancing, making him freeze in place. In the meantime, I went into the kitchen to get another beer. That's when I noticed it was getting stormy outside, but there were no forecasts for storms. However, it did look like it was going to rain. I realized I had left my crucifix over the chair. A chill ran across my spine upon the sudden realization I had felt a pair of eyes burning holes in my back. I ran back to Alex and sat down. Just when he was about to resume, the lights flickered briefly and a gust of wind blew across the room. I blamed it on the weather and Alex continued his story. Nope. Oh, God. I blamed it on the weather. But the window wasn't open, so... No. No. I just can't. I can't with it. There's so many red flags. The way he described the other world, there was striking similarities to what I had seen outside of the elevator. The same reddish sky, the burning cross in the sky, the corpses, and most disturbingly, the stench. He had seen more than he could grasp, and he was about about, about to end the ritual. The cab came to a screeching halt. An old woman in a morning gown boarded the cab. Now, although Alex had his heart in his mouth, he knew better than to react as he was way more conscious of the rules than I was. He kept his cool. The woman was staring right at him and he could feel her eyeballs roll all over him. The cab was filled with an unbearable stench and that's when he, when she said in what sounded like a man in a woman's body just a deep voice she sounded like me go ahead it's in latin and i'm not gonna say it no i wouldn't say it either but essentially it translated to i have reached my destination yeah don't say that out loud guys if we ever cover demons we're not saying their actual names because that's how you summon that's how you summon them and i am not doing that nope not today he was back home in a moment called and thanked the hooded man ending the ritual however even his careful ass seemed to have forgot about burning the black cord he woke up with a startle when he remembered that he'd fucked up he burnt the thing buried it and poured salt over the burial site however the Uh. entire day he was plagued with anticipation as to what would happen at night he had messed up the ritual as night dawned 
Nothing was out of the ordinary. However, just when he was about to sleep, he heard a thud just outside of his window. He immediately had goosebumps when he saw the woman from last night standing right where the cab had first appeared. He immediately surrounded his house with rock salt and clutched his Bible and went to sleep. For that, weeks that later, walking around with my salt grinder, yeah. my pink salt grinder, just <laughs> all around my just house, grinding my Himalayan sea salt. <laughs> For weeks later, he had always he always had a feeling or a sensation of being followed and stalked, as if a silent stalker was always watching him. One night, he was in the washroom and the mirror had fogged up. Just from the corner of his eye, he noticed a dark silhouette just behind him. Upon turning, he saw nothing. No, 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 no. no, That's when he realized salt ain't going to cut it. Mm -mm. He had gotten his house exercised and everything began to normalize, apart from the occasional sensation of being followed. After his story, I said, damn, bro. That's exactly what was happening to me after the elevator ritual. I began describing my sensations when the room began to get very cold. To the point that we were almost shivering. No. Again, we blamed the weather outside. No. Suddenly, the lights went out. And ping, I heard the elevator open. No. Which is impossible during a blackout. We literally jumped from our chairs onto the adjoining bed, and that's when I heard the dragging footsteps enter the room. Suddenly, the lights turned back on. Mm -mm. To my horror, the very familiar footsteps stemmed from the door just near the chair where my crucifix was hanging from. Mm. Mm -mm. Better wait, there's more, okay? No. No, no, no. Better wait. There is more. <laughs> Why? This isn't good. This shouldn't end here. This incident has forever scarred me <laughs> to the marrow. <laughs> and no matter how much I hear and read about not messing with the supernatural, my stupid curiosity has once again gotten the better of me. Here it goes. I'll try my best to be brave and not miss out on any detail, even when my shaky hands indicate otherwise. No, good Lord. Fuck. Finally got the go ahead on my transfer application, which I had requested for, uh, which I had requested at my job a month ago. I was really excited, especially after what had happened over the course of the month. If you haven't followed, if you followed my writings, you already know. If you haven't, here it goes. However, we've all been following. Yeah, we've all been following. <laughs> However, know that they are not directly relevant for this experience, but will greatly enhance your understanding of my situation and the screw ups I've made. Oh, God. So now that I've decided to move out, I've decided to have a couple beers with my buddy Alex one last time before moving. We sat down. I yeah, I, I, I tell Alex to go fuck himself, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. It was nice catching up. Remember that one time that uh, that we saw the foot or we heard the footsteps over by my crucifix? Peace the fuck out. Back. Yeah, yeah. Um, we sat down and started having discussions regarding my move and how everything was changing so fast. I didn't know how our conversation headed towards the paranormal. I mean, that's just a typical night for me mm-hmm. and Ange. So like. uh, yeah, <laughs> always to the paranormal place. Please. 
We started talking about various rituals, and that's when we thought of doing something stupid. Something I would end up regretting. Why? Why would y'all agree to that? You both have had bad experiences. It's fine. They're grown adult men. It's fine. Go ahead. No, they did this? Oh, fuck. Okay. What's this? So we started browsing through various posts on creepypasta, and we stumbled upon something known as one man hide and seek. I th- oh, for fuck's sake. No. No. John, was no. it? John, I think it was you that was here when we were talking about one man hide and seek. This shit is the worst, you guys. You don't do this. You don't do this. It's a game of Japanese origin where you get to play tag with a demon summoned using your essence, nail clippings, hair, blood, etc. via a doll. You don't do this. I am also not going to dig into that because don't actually do that. (laughs) No, no. And there's also too many steps involved with this. Yeah, there's, there's a, already too many rolls in the elevator game. There's way too many. There, the yeah, there's a lot of steps involved in that. Don't fucking do it. No, one man hide and seek. There's too many things that can go wrong instantly. Yeah. You can't play this game. No. This is nuts. However, after what I have been through, it takes great effort to even post this incident here. I'm surprised my hands have even typed this far. This guy's nuts, bro. <laughs> that- after reading up on the ritual, I decided to go for it. What's the worst that could happen? You in, you interact with a demon. And anyways, I was going to change I was going to change apartments soon. So, so we were dead set on just getting a cheap thrill. And boy were we wrong. Go toilet paper a house, go do something else. Right. <laughs> I found an old doll in my apartment. It was tattered and kind of ruined, making it appear more scary. I sought some rice, salt water, and red thread and decided to on the walk-in closet. I hate this so much. Uh, no, nope, none of it. The walk-in no. closet was a hiding spot. We emptied the doll, filled it with the rice, and added a drop of each of our blood, sealed it yep. with the red thread. I held yep. on to the crucifix through, through the ritual, and it's... That's weird. And it didn't help awake. No. I chose an old hunting knife as my weapon of choice. Another big mistake in retrospect. Yes. (laughs) What on earth? Um, At 2 a.m., we immersed the doll in the bathtub and named it. I am not going to say that either. Don't say that. Mm -mm. (laughs) It wasn't Sally. It wasn't Sally, but it was it was a V name. They called it a V name. That I am not going to say. Uh, vulva. Okay. No. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. They sh- that should have been the name. <laughs> we chanted in unison and went straight to the hiding spot after turning on the TV. No issue so far, although the apartment had become eerily cold, which was a good sign indicating the success of the ritual. <laughs> there was no ab- There was no anomaly with the TV yet. We eventually got bored and went to the washroom and proceeded Uh to what happened. But what proceeded, what happened next was hellish, to put it lightly. Mm -hmm. The doll wasn't there and neither of us could find the crucifix, although I explicitly put it in my pocket. Also, aren't you supposed to sit and wait for the TV? It's there's something the TV's. Yeah, the TV's supposed to flicker or something. And that's how, you know, yeah. Sorry, guys. Too much. Too much looking into this bullshit. 
It's cool, said Alex. The doll is supposed to be missing. Don't panic. That's when the TV went berserk. The channels flipped on really fast and the words morphed, forming something which sent a shiver down my spine. Mm. The die has been cast. This night shall be your last. Nope. Nope. The That's voice, yeah, fuck that. The voice is what scared the crap out of us. It was like a woman's moan mixed with a baby's shrill cry. Bracing ourselves somehow, we looked around for about an hour. The game should not be played for more than a couple of hours, Alex reminded nope. me. By this yep. time, the apartment was freezing cold and there was a particular rotting stench coming from the bedroom. We entered the bedroom and there it was lying on the crucifix. Clearly, this was getting really out of hand. The crucifix didn't do shit, and something much more powerful is at play here. We grabbed the doll and stabbed it with the knife and slit the red thread. We found you. Sam and Alex are the second it. Ew. Sam and Alex are the second it. Sam and Alex are the second it. We said with trembling voices, Then we ran back to our hiding spot. After a while, there it was, the TV. I'm coming for you now. No. But this time, the voice was screaming and manly. It sounded like the devil himself. Just when Alex peeked out of the gap between the closet doors, the TV had a small spark and the screen cracked. There it was, the complete darkness. We'd had it by then. It was already 3.30 a.m., an hour and a half Mm -hmm. in. We filled our mouths with salt water and went to end the ritual. There you go. Just when we went out of the closet, we could see a silhouette out of the corner of our eyes looking at us from behind. We turned back. Uh, Hold on one second. Sammy, a crucifix is, um, it's a cross with Jesus on it. Yeah. That's what a crucifix is. Mm Mm-hmm. And... You were close. No, wait. Crew? I can't sequence. I think that's right. She yeah, spelled that's it right. right. Yeah, you spelled that right. Crucifix. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's what I have all over my house. I don't think we have any up yet. Oh, man. That's the first thing. Look, we moved in. We barely unpacked those boxes. Like, Jesus here. Jesus here. Rosary mm-hmm. here. Rosary here. Blessed. <laughs> we're done. Um. Dead. They saw the silhouette and they turned back to look and saw a glimpse of a woman in white swiftly walking outside the door behind us to the kitchen. We were scared shitless and Alex almost spit out his water. We went into the kitchen thinking that the doll might be in there. But just as we entered the kitchen, the door slammed shut behind us. Then a woman crawled out of the darkness into the kitchen, crawling on the kitchen floor towards me, crying and moaning and clawing at the floor. There's no escape this time, she cried, as I poured the salt water out of my mouth on her, which fell straight on the floor. Uh, There was no woman. I turned around and Alex was gone. Fuck. I somehow burst out of the kitchen and I went to begin examining each room. No Alex. I went back into the washroom. There he was, in the bathtub, knocked unconscious. The bathtub had turned red with a knife sticking out of Alex's thigh. The sight of so much blood made me nauseous, and I somehow dragged him out of the bathtub and laid him on the floor. I knew the only way to make this right was to find the doll and burn it. There she flashed again, right on the bed, inside the 
adjoining bedroom. I rushed into the bedroom with salt water in my mouth, and there it was, the doll again, no woman. I immediately spit the water out. We win, I said, and proceeded to switch on the lights. When I did, there were bloody footsteps all over the house, and the crucifix had blackened, hanging upside down near Alex's thigh. Nope. We went straight to the ER. He had lost a lot of blood. Yeah. Stabbed your friend. (laughs) After checking Alex in, I went out and burned the doll. I went back to check on Alex. He was conscious now, but he didn't remember a thing or how he ended up in the bathtub. After some time, as the sun started to come up, I decided to go home and take a quick nap before starting to pack up my stuff and leave forever. I hate this guy. (laughs) I would never be able to take a nap again. As I entered the flat, the stench overpowered my senses. There it was. The doll was hanging from the ceiling fan with the red thread as a noose around its neck. I know that next visit to my apartment would be my last. So I decided to stay at Alex's house for a couple days. Then I would have a priest exercise the house before packing up my stuff to move out. As I helped Alex walk up the stairs to his house, I felt something odd. I could see a silhouette at the window, but upon blinking, there was nothing. We went in and had a couple of bowls of cereal and decided to go to sleep. What? After my eyes were shut, I was back in my apartment. The woman was moving towards me, and I couldn't move a muscle or make a sound. Slowly, she reached me, and her hand was a hunting knife from last night, and and I woke up. There it was, lying on the bed beside me, the doll. Oh. No. Y'all. Somebody in the comments here says, you know what? The first thing you should do to get rid of these demons is stop fucking summoning them. Thank you. That's the easiest way. Just don't bring them into your life. So... Thanks, Flip. You're welcome. I hope you all sleep very well at night. (laughs) Welcome to season three, the spooky one. I hope that you all sleep very well at night and that um, you cleanse your houses. Gross. Continue to cleanse your houses, guys. I don't know what you all believe in, but it's okay. Whatever you believe in, cleanse your house. Every once in a while, take some sage. I've got some sage. sage out there. You can cleanse yeah. with rosemary. Yep. There's a whole list of stuff. Get on your local friendly mm-hmm. demon dispeller website. The hell? <coughs> um, my friend, my friend Cassidy told me about uh, Casadega. It's the spiritual capital of like the world or something. Oh. Um, it's like 20 minutes away from where we are. So eventually okay. I'm going to make a little trip down there. They have like. psychics and and spiritual healing items so it'll be fun and they're all open right now well and that's one of the groups i'm in for another facebook where i'd heard these stories before from Mm -hmm. their covering them or whatever um we've got all sorts of people in there that are active witches or you know religious partition you know whatever and that's anytime someone has a problem they're like we just bought a new house the situation's going on and they're like step one do this and they're talking you through all the sage all the crystals Mm -hmm. all the cleansing if that doesn't work you call your priest and then you do this and this happens and blah 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 and it's like here's your list of what you need to do um Bo said he once saged an entire bluegrass festival 
It was a good festival. Good festival. <laughs> I love Bo. <laughs> Welcome, friend. Um, this oh person God. says you should have followed the rules when you did the elevator ritual. You weren't supposed to look at her in the face. Thank you. That's exactly what I said. Um, I was like, I looked at her. I'm like, why? <laughs> you weren't supposed to. Somebody said, once again, I can't help but feel like you don't need to do this. <laughs> yeah. No. These are choices you made. They're, they're terrible. He said, I'm not doing this shit ever again. What happened to Alex was a wake up call. Uh, Somebody really said, there sad. are other ways to get your intensity across. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I know there's a bunch of people in there for sure. They're like, this is all bullshit. And you're just writing this anyway, blah, blah, blah. But it's a good story. This person it's says, real, real you were supposed up. to be it first. The doll was supposed to be it second. That's where you messed up. Thank you. Thank you. That's the whole point. Because mm-hmm. if you're it. Somebody said. Hold on. If so, you're it, aren't you hiding? No. You no, have to you're, find you're them. Seeking. Yeah. So you're supposed okay. to seek the doll first and then the. Yeah. Um, uh, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's, it's fucked up. Um, this person says, why don't you just put the elevator in the doll, dummy? Nah, that's funny. Um, you're an idiot. You and your buddy go through shit doing previous rituals, and then you two decide to do another one. Fuck you guys. This person says, why didn't you cleanse your home before starting the other ritual? A lot of people yep. are telling him to like bring the doll to different priests so they can cleanse it and stuff like that. Yeah. Just get fucking rid of it. That's the only yeah, way take, I can take, explain that to you. Just why. Take that black cord from Alex's experience, tie it around that doll, light it on fire in the elevator. In the elevator. See? Boom. Fix Done. it. We oh. fixed it. Jesus. The, I would never do anything like that, you guys. That's a terrible decision. Um, no. I don't, I don't do the spooky rituals. No. I used to be so scared of uh, Bloody Mary. I have a mirror in my closet. I don't... Well, I do now, actually. It's in the back of the closet. But that's one of the reasons why I always slept with my closet closed, because I was just terrified that she was going to come out in the middle of the night and get me anyway. Like, don't engage with stuff. If it's possible, no. why mess with it? Don't do it. No, we don't do that You're around here, you guys. It. Don't... Like, don't... you're literally summoning it on purpose. Don't do it. Yeah, we don't do that around here, you guys. Don't summon uh-uh. things. Don't summon things. No. no. And if you're a firm okay, believer that... <laughs> in the spiritual world, why the fuck would you do that? I know. Well, and he's like, oh, skeptical. So I thought I'd try I'm it. Well, you skeptic. had a bad experience. Yeah. Why would you try it two more times? Like, invite a friend over to tell and you about I, it. I've told Alex to go fuck himself. <laughs> Thank you. Let's do it one more time. I say Sam is the worst. Alex is a bad influence, and you put them both together. Mm-hmm. Not good. Marcy says that Candyman terrified her. Thank you. And Marcy lives where the real life Candyman was killing people. Mm-hmm. When she was moving to that neighborhood, I was like, "You're gonna, they're gonna find bodies. They're not done finding all of them. They're in that whole area." Great. You're, You're welcome, welcome, Marcy. <laughs> okay. Is that all you have to tell us about the elevator game? <laughs> Uh, just okay. don't fucking do it. That's... <laughs> don't do it. So before we move on to the second part of this, where we're going to tell you about some 4th of July crimes and shit, um, we want to take a moment and plug our social media. Flip, what's our social media? Where's our social media? It's down there. There. Doop. Doop. Right below us. 
Thanks. Right below me. Thanks. It's Crushed and Pressed podcast on basically everything except for Instagram, where it's Crushed and Pressed underscore pod. See? We kept it simple for you guys. So follow us. Befriend us. We'll talk to you. Yeah. And stuff. If you've got 12 Instagram accounts, follow us on all of them. Yeah, why not? Can't hurt. Can't hurt. Yeah. Um, And then don't forget that you guys can subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio something. Are we we on Stitcher yet? No, I don't think Uh, we're on Stitcher yet. We're waiting on Apple and Stitcher. We're waiting on Apple and Stitcher. But basically, mm-hmm. so even else. if you, yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Even if you already watched this with us now, and you're like, "Well, I'm not going to re-listen," subscribe anyway. Can't hurt. It would oh. help. And if you can leave a rating, please do. Thank you so much. Um, and then before we move on, um, we're going to have a new challenge on Sunday. So we talked to you guys about it this last Sunday, and basically this coming Sunday, while we are going live here, we want you guys to share our feed to your personal pages. And tell your friends that you are in a contest. You are trying to win a prize. They need to come in to this feed, like how you're here now, and comment with your name. So, Sammy, if you want to win, you share the feed to your page and say, guys, I can win a contest. Go in here and comment Sammy. And we will tally them up as we go. And whoever gets the most wins something probably from the uh, boxes mm-hmm. that we've been doing. we got some keychains. we got a poster. we got stuff like that. So you get a physical present. And uh, if you're out of state, we'll mail it to you. But if you're in state, we'll get to you eventually. Um, so, yeah, so you can win a thing from us. We're doing a thing. Oh, and that way you help spread our thing. Stitcher won't happen. They're a direct competitor for Anchor. Thank you, John. Perfect. That's, that's Joey. That's that's Joey, not John. Oh, is that Joey? Sorry. Yeah. Thanks, Joey. I'm not wearing my glasses. I can't see. Um, and <laughs> um, what was the other thing? Uh, no, nah, I lost it. I had a thought. It's gone. <laughs> Oops. Uh keeps happening okay so we're gonna post the rules for that thing coming up sunday probably tomorrow or the next day we'll get it up there so that way you guys can be totally on board and know what's going on thank you for being here okay part four (laughs) i'm gonna tell you about some fourth of july crimes yay Um, yay um can you pull up the picture of dion bridges for me um this is from last fourth of july you guys so 2019 Dion Buddy Bridges was 21 and he was shot and killed on um, it's Detroit, Michigan on the city's east side at a cookout on the 4th of July. His family said that he was working two jobs with the hope of one day owning his own restaurant. Um, quote, it's been seven months now and still no arrest. This is from February. The person who took my son took him from a family of nine siblings, grandparents, aunties, uncles and nieces and nephews who love him dearly, Monique Bridges said. Dion Bridges' mother said last July that the family was enjoying the fireworks when someone came from a nearby alley across the street and filed multiple shots in their direction. Dion did not deserve to lose his life the way he lost it, Monique said. And that day still haunts his family. No one should have to feel this pain that I'm feeling, said his aunt, uh, Latrice. It's a pain that keeps them awake at night as they hope that someone will come forward with information. It's not a day that don't go by where I don't think about him. It's hard for me to sleep at night because when I wake up every day, every hour, every minute, he's on my brain, said Diamond Bridges. Um, That's his sister. Meanwhile, his mother is just hoping that soon her family will be able to start the grieving process. That's all I want is justice for my baby, Monique Bridges said. There is a $2,500 reward for information that leads to an arrest. And anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-SPEAK-UP. That's S-P-E-A-K-U-P. 
So as of February of this year, there were no answers in the case. And I went to an article from February and there was a comment from Believer in Freedom that said, I'm sure there are people out there that know the idea of the person that killed this poor young man. They like bragging about it. Come forward, do the right thing. And that's a lot of the podcasts I listen to. There's a whole podcast called Someone Knows Something mm-hmm. because there's always someone that knows something. Someone's talked about it. Someone went out there and did this on purpose and got him at a family barbecue. So fucking say something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And then I found another story from Catherine Cloutier, Cloutier from the Boston Globe. And um, this kind of covers something that I wasn't really familiar with. So I knew that around Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's like an influx of suicides and family, you know, killings and stuff like that because it's holidays and people are depressed and experiencing a lot of stuff. Well, apparently 4th of July, it gets insane as well. <laughs> so... Um, At the Boston Medical Center's Trauma Center, a few things are predictable, but one of them is that there will be a flurry of activity on the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. For the past several years, that holiday has ranked as the busiest day of the year for treating shootings and stabbing victims, according to Thea James, the hospital's Violence Intervention Advocacy Program Director. And July 5th has been the second busiest. Mm -hmm. So... Um, the fourth may like bring about a whole lot of um, pleasant images of barbecues and parties and family cookouts, but it's also a day that violence spikes in some major cities. So large gatherings and sometimes alcohol-induced <laughs> decision-making drive up the number of shootings, stabbings, and other crimes, yes. according to police. Yes, and shootings are really, really common because the fireworks cover up the sound of the gunshots. Um, when I lived oh, in God. Jacksonville, we used to play a game... Uh, on the 4th of July where you would all just guess if it was a shooting or, or fireworks. That's fucked up. Gunshots or fireworks. It's our favorite game to play. Because I... <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Sometimes it's gunshots and fireworks. See? <laughs> At the same time. And meanwhile, here's happy little me and all my little small towns just like, my dog's freaking out because of the fireworks. Well, it could be fucking anything. Yep. Yeah. And Jack's I didn't know it was gunshots or fireworks. So, according to the Globe analyst of Boston uh, police logs from 2008 to 2014, um, July 4th has significantly more violent crimes, assault and battery, sexual assaults, robberies and murders than the typical day. Uh Mm -hmm. And the department received a median of 54 calls reporting violent crimes on July 4th compared with the overall median of 37. So normally they get 37 and on on July 4th, 54, like Mm -hmm. it goes up that much. And then Boston police have also noticed higher numbers of domestic violence calls on July 4th. And the median number of domestic violence normally on any given day between 2008 and 2014 was 29. And then on July 4th, it went up to 41. Now, domestic violence typically spikes because of substance misuse. So that's that's really what that number has a lot to do with. Um, God, what is it? What was the show called? Drugs Inc. I think you can probably find it on like Netflix or Hulu or something like that. But they have, you know, they follow around the drug dealers and stuff like that. <laughs> it's fun to watch. Um, but they had an episode. I want to say, I think maybe they were in Chicago, um, where they were following one of the drug dealers around, and he said that that's like his busiest day of the year next to Halloween. Um, a lot of people want to purchase substances. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of pushers out on the street. People going to parties. Of course, 
like I said, the fireworks, all that kind of stuff really covers up the, the sounds that gunshots would make. If somebody is screaming because they're being stabbed or whatever, you can't really hear it over the sound of fireworks. And typically there's a lot of people crowding the streets. I think, it, yeah, it was yeah. in Chicago that they have like giant block parties mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So yep. you you don't know what the hell is going on. Jesus. Well, and that's um, something I saw that they're doing this year is that, you know, and with all the shit that's going on, this doesn't help. But they have huge police forces going out into those neighborhoods where a lot of the drug dealing is happening and trying to nab these guys before the sales take place before this weekend. So it's like, come on. Like, we know there's a problem, but come on, part of the problem. (laughs) Okay. So sometimes Independence Day has proven deadly. In 2011, for example, four men were killed in the city in a span of five hours. That was four people killed. Um, The spike in violence is not a problem unique to Boston, though. And last year, 82 people were shot, 16 fatally, over 4th of July weekend in Chicago. Seven people suffered gunshot wounds in Indianapolis that weekend, and six were hurt by gunfire at a music festival in Houston. And then uh, Police Commissioner William B. Evans uh, said, I'm aware this weekend is always a troubling weekend. Any city you look at, 4th of July tends to be a violent one. We're working hard to make sure this is a great weekend and a safe weekend. In Boston, the rising crime during the summer months, and particularly on 4th holiday, is a matter of volume. So when more people are outside on the street, there's more opportunity for crime. And like kids aren't in school. People have different vacation schedules and stuff like that. Uh, When 4th begins with with july 4th being the kickoff for summer that's when we tend to see incidents occur groups of people get together kids are out of school people are on vacation more people are out to be both victim and perpetrator and then alcohol tends to be present at large gatherings and that can increase tension and lapses in judgment Mm -hmm. um the day may also be an emotional time for many who have suffered losses on past fourths and it triggers young people they begin to think about their friends who have lost their lives on this holiday and um, this woman notes that sometimes it can lead to revenge attacks. Mm-hmm. So while the Boston police plan to support state police at the festivities at Esplanade, their primary focus this fourth, thank you, their primary focus this fourth will be patrolling the city's neighborhoods. 40 new officers will be sent to the city's most crime-ridden areas, as well as increased numbers of community, bicycle, and gang task force officers. Police have increased their presence on 4th of July in past years, but this year's holiday poses even more of a challenge. uh, McCarthy says it's tough when 4th falls on a Saturday, which means even more people are likely to have time off of work and more activities outside yields itself to an increase in activities that we will need to respond to. Mm -hmm. So thank you for letting me share that downer information. Now let me share something funny with you. These are the five best Florida arrests on July 4th. (laughs) And this is from 2014. I'm counting on you guys to do it up big this year. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, these are old, but damn, they're good. And I'm going to read you literally the article because the way Ryan Cortez wrote this shit is hilarious. Uh, The 4th of July, fireworks, hot dogs, family, and America, damn it. It's fun. But if you're in Florida, it's also dangerous down here we look for illegal fireworks that would be anything that flies through the air or explodes and often he crossed out we have too much fun and often we take shit too far and run afoul of the law so before you and your uncle throw back a few cold ones and drive your lawnmower through the city sparklers dangling from your mouth read this list and don't 
for the love of LeBron, replicate any of these antics on Friday. Here are your top five weird Fourth of July arrests. It's I'm going to start using that from the lo- for the love of LeBron. I'm the gonna, love yeah. of LeBron. Yeah, I'm going to take that from him. Thanks. <laughs> love of LeBron. Don't do this. Number five. Florida man is arrested for telling cops he's carrying drugs while an American flag is painted on his face. <laughs> Eric Butkowitz. B U T K I E W I C Z. Butkowitz. 31. Uh, was at Live. L I V. Live at the, say that, Fontainebleau Hotel. Yeah, it's Fontainebleau. Fontainebleau Hotel. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm from Texas, y'all. Um, on the 2012 holiday with his face plastered in our flag. According to the report, he told police, I possibly have three Xanax bars in my possession. After police discovered 13 of the pills in his front pocket, he was booked on felony possession of a controlled substance. At the time, the Daily Mail reported that his About Me section on Facebook looked like this. Eat, gym, eat, sleep, repo man, hustler, salesman, model. Me too. Champ. <laughs> 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 I mean, sounds right. Same. Gym, <laughs> eat, sleep, repo man, hustler. Okay, the Daily Mail also reported that he had numerous priors in Florida, dealing marijuana, grand theft auto, cocaine trafficking, and domestic battery. I so just, he's a champion. I just really like the fact that he looked at the officer and he was just like, I could maybe have three Xanax bars. Like, you just walk up to a cop and you're like, hello, Mr. Officer Man, I am not doing anything bad ever. Yeah. I am the goodest boy. <laughs> I could maybe have three. Maybe, maybe, possibly. There could, there may or may not be some Xannies in my pocket. Jesus. <laughs> Number... Four. Drunken man arrested for driving his lawnmower through the city. Last year, 53-year-old Marion Burden was seen driving a motorized lawnmower on the road. His driver's license was suspended at the time. It was 6.30 p.m. An officer approached and informed Burden that what he was doing was illegal and asked if he had been drinking. Of course, Burden replied, saying that he had just finished a four-pack of tall Pauls. He provided two breath samples registering at 0.268 and 0.261, three times the legal limit of 0.08. These people have clearly never been to the Mondex because that is just normal everyday living for them. (laughs) It's going to drive my lawnmower through town. Number three, 72-year-old man attacks a wheelchair-bound neighbor and threatens others with gasoline. Richard Rice from Naples was in a neighborhood last holiday filled with fireworks and children. This apparently enraged the 72-year-old enough to walk up to a group of family with a container of gasoline and pronounce, party's over. He allegedly threatened to pour gas over the entire street and burst it with the children there. A wheelchair-bound neighbor named Michael Jones tried to corral him, but Rice flipped him over and began pouring gas on him before police finally arrived. He told them he did it all because the fireworks were disrupting his dogs. But why? <laughs> they disrupt my dogs too. I'm not going to set everybody on fucking fire. <laughs> he flipped over a man in a wheelchair and poured gasoline on him. I'm just trying to figure out what, what the hell's going on. And he's a nightmare. Mm. Number two. The Florida pilots booked after leading a helicopter and Air Force jet chase through the sky. What? Uh, what? What? Two Florida pilots were booked after leading a helicopter and Air Force jet chase through the sky. Hold on. 
Andre Morais, 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 whatever. And uh, Daniel, man, Olivieria, Olivieria. It's Olivieria, yeah. Thank you. Both employees of a South Florida aerial advertising company were spotted by police helicopter flying like crazy men. The report says they flew, quote, dangerously close to a beach, a bridge, a cruise ship, and a police helicopter before they stopped. The pilots also didn't have their radar trans- transponders on and didn't make contact with air ca- traffic controllers as they are required to do. After six hours of questioning, authorities determined they weren't terrorists. They are just fucking around an aircraft. Why, though? <laughs> like... I can... On the four, it's the 4th of July. I can do whatever I want. America. America. Number one. A beach fight with a broken bottle, a golf cart, and a drunk 22-year-old. Last year, police responded to a fight at Holmes Beach on Anna Marie Island and arrived to find Vincent Gangi berating a man near a golf cart. Witnesses told police that Gangi hit someone in the back of his head with a glass bottle and that it broke and shattered into the face of another man, requiring stitches. Witnesses also told said that Gangi started the whole thing. And then at the end of this, you can follow Ryan Cortez on Twitter. He's the guy that wrote the article. I, there is also a really another really interesting case of Florida woman who... Great. Um... She was out drunk with her friends on the 4th of July, 2015, 2016. And she got hit with a firework. And then 10 days later, she went into the ER because she realized, hey, in my drunken stupidity, I thought this was a firework, but it wasn't. This is a bullet. She had a bullet in her leg for 10 days. No. Oh, what a nightmare. She thought it was a firework. Ma'am, no. ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> How drunk were you? That's were you bad. also drunk for the last 10 days? Like, that's so bad. How do you not notice the next day? This looks real bad. That doesn't look like a right. Yeah. <laughs> Firework must have went right through my leg. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Meanwhile, I, uh, Okay, my brother and I, because in, in Corpus, there was this place like way out in the boonies and you could actually buy fireworks on your way out there and you're out in a field. There's nothing out there. So we went out there with uh, my high school boyfriend at the time and one of my brother's friends and we bought a bunch of Roman candles and uh, Harry Potter was a big thing. It still is, but it was a big thing at the time. And so we all stood, we stood in a line, we lit them and we said, Lumos! And they all went, Poof! and then we ran out into the field and fired these things at each other. Roman candles Thanks. and we have a video that I had taken and I was I'm holding a camera and you see it come right by me and you can hear it go by my ear and I'm like you almost lit my hair on fire we were not supervised like what on earth who lets kids do that we're in high school what the fuck yeah so yeah so I've done my fair share of dumb shit but Jesus yeah don't hit people with bottles or bullets don't drive your, yeah or bullets don't drive your riding lawnmower down the street and then be like of course I'm drunk <laughs> most of the time people don't really even care <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> here in Florida yeah. we don't give a shit 
please. Most of my 4th of July's have been pretty chill. Pretty much staying at home or like you drive out somewhere and watch the fireworks. I think we went down to Melbourne one time and watched, it was the coolest thing, this like helicopter came in and all these people, you know, came out of it with their parachutes and one guy was dressed as like uh, Uncle Sam. So he had on the Star Spangle, whatever, and they all landed in the water and came out. We thought that was pretty cool. Like that's, that is safe. Don't, <laughs> don't do all this dumb shit. Friends used to light off fireworks in, in high school. We don't do that shit now. We've all been there before. We don't do that shit now. Could you imagine Joey and I just shooting fireworks off the balcony? No. No. They're like, oh, we have this hallway that echoes. Let's put some black cats in there. See what happens. All of a sudden, just like, and we're like, oh, no, nothing. We didn't do nothing. <laughs> that wasn't enough. Just that take off. Enough. There's just... a little... There's one of those big Chinese ones just spinning and like flowers are bursting out of it and it turns into a big three foot thing in the middle of the mm -hmm. hallway. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, what other fun, interesting things can we tell you guys? Um, I was gonna say, that's all I had for Fourth of July stuff. Um, just know that if you burn your hand off over Fourth of July because you were doing this stuff, no sympathy from me. That's on you. That's Sorry, friends. Honestly, probably going to be our Florida man story for Friday. Twenty-two-year-old so, man in South Florida who just was so excited for the Fourth of July that he lit a firework on uh, at like eleven thirty the night before and blew off all his fingers. So, <laughs> there are, uh, they have, Florida. It's a little the little bumblebee ones. Yeah. That they're like little bees or whatever. We would sit there and hold those in one hand and get the lighter stick in the other and just and like throw it and throw it yeah that let him just go i can take your eye out guys <laughs> we didn't know that could take your hand off don't do that set them on the ground use yeah. a big lighter stick yeah um read the rules in case you uh, wanted to know something that will be really really fun um yeah. july 4th 2020 is uh is a full moon so Great. Welcome Thanks. to Florida, 4th of July. <laughs> We've already, like the last two weeks, so much weird shit's been going on that every time I talk to somebody and they, you know, brave me with their shit, I'm like, is Mercury in retrograde? Uh, you know what? Right now, no. We can check. Um, Aries is in... I can't remember. <coughs> but anyway. website... But anyway, yeah, July fourth, twenty twenty is a full moon, and it will be a penumbral lunar, lunar eclipse as well. I went to is Mercury in retrograde dot yes. com. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, that may account for the weirdness. So basically, we're we're going to be experiencing a real interesting couple of 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 weeks here. Don't make any life-altering decisions. Bo, do not bleach your own hair at home. Oh, was he not supposed to do that? Stop it. They were, him and Marissa were doing teal hair color, mm -hmm. and they both have dark hair, so it didn't come out that well, and he's like, look at me bleach my own hair. Don't do that at home. It's gonna fall right off your head. I mean, I bleached my hair at home. No. Yeah, I did it. My friends and I did it. Did it fall off? No. My hair was fine. Oh, God, we had chunks that just came right off. No, my hair was fine. Oh, don't do it. It was bleached for a long time. Bo, don't listen to her. 
Marissa, don't listen to her. Y'all go to a salon and book the appointment. It's not that bad. It's so bad. But hey, I'm the one that me and my brother, we got bored one time. Sorry, guys. Moment. My brother and I are the son and daughter of a youth minister. And my mom was having coffee and donuts. She was in charge of coffee and donuts that Sunday. So we had to get up at like 6 a.m., go to HGB, get the donuts, get the coffee, set it all up. So the night before, she was out doing a planning meeting. So me and my brother decided to go to HGB. We bought some black hair dye. We dyed our hair black. She didn't know because we were asleep. So the next morning, she arrives for coffee and donuts. And here's her two goth-looking children in the church hall serving coffee and donuts to people. Awesome. <laughs> and she's like... What did you guys do? And our hair was like straw because we hadn't done any good conditioner. We hadn't prepped nothing. We just black like the Adams family. We looked okay. cool as hell, but also it didn't recover right. Um, mm -hmm. yes, let me let me pull up my handy dandy retrograde calendar. Jesus. While she does that, guys, on Sunday, 730 is the new time for Sundays and Wednesdays. We're going to be, I'm going to be covering uh, the Jazz Man and Axe Murders. Mm -hmm. So get ready for that. Flip is on call, so if she has to leave in the middle, you get to see guest host Joey. Yay. <laughs> so Round either... of applause for guest host Joey. We just hired him yeah. yesterday. He seems pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> conversation about that. He is currently an unpaid intern, and we're yeah. going to give him a try. We'll see how yeah, that goes. We'll see. His resume said something about that he's actually hilarious. But so I don't know. We'll see. We'll give it a shot. All I right. So currently, the Mercury retrograde uh, is. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where are we at? Oh, that doesn't. July first, twenty twenty. Yes, July. Welcome to July, you guys. You made it. It's so awful. <laughs> I can't believe you're now this entering is the happening. fifth round of Jumanji. Mm, thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Da, 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 da. Mercury goes. You know how the murder hornets just kind of came and went. In June. Okay, so right now we're still retrograde in Cancer, but soon we will be. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. Retrograde in Cancer isn't the worst. Jesus, stop it. Either way, we're still at Mercury Retrograde, so it's going to be a real shitty year. And I believe we have four retrogrades this year, so we'll end this one July 26th, and then we'll start one in September, October. Good. Because that's what we need Good. to be in retrograde. That explains a lot. Listen, this is mm. what's happening right now. Meanwhile, you... I've been walking around the house singing Goo Goo Dolls Broadway is Dark Tonight. Because I just can't. I can't. It's y'all. Oh, I happy early birthday, and... Sam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> happy. 10 days till my birthday. Happy early and birthday. Gets a... and then she gets a permit. Yay. And she can drive. Drive away from all the crazy. Your car is going to be your favorite place to hang out and sing loudly to yourself. Yeah. It's great. Find a good park that you like to sit at. Yeah, and sometimes a good song will come on and you'll just want to sit in your car till it's over. And then you yeah. won't go inside. Yep. Sometimes you have a phone conversation with Marcy for like 15 minutes sitting in your own driveway yeah. in your car. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> so yeah, okay. I'll say that's it for today. Yeah. It was nice and short. We did it. Nice and short today. Yay. 
so yeah join us again on sunday yeah we're excited we're gonna take it and man you got an axe hide that shit <laughs> or bring it bring it to the pod mm-hmm. send us pictures of you with your favorite axe yeah we'll put them on our social media yeah uh-huh. and play some jazz we're gonna have a nice jazz playlist up for you guys so yes, get excited because you got you gotta play jazz otherwise you're gonna you get do. killed by the axe man yeah he's coming for you hell yeah Okay, you guys, enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Yes. Don't blow your fingers off, please. Please. Thank you. Please don't, don't blow your fingers off. No, um, not worth it. If you're of age, don't don't drink too much. I mean, enjoy yourself. Yep. Don't drink too much. Yep. If you feel compelled to pull your gun out and shoot somebody, maybe take a beat. Yeah. Think about it and maybe put it back. <laughs> you don't want to be featured on our podcast. There's like a level of drunk. Like, like I'm going to pull my gun out and shoot somebody drunk just for the fun of it. Maybe, maybe do one less shot, you know? Yeah. I'm going to, you know, a little bit. go sit on my rooftop and scream America. Florida shit, you know? <laughs> Why not? Fred? Why I not? I am blue. <laughs> I'll allow you to do that one. <laughs> pull out your favorite old Navy t-shirt. Go for a walk. Yeah. Um, if you do feel compelled to jump on your rooftop and scream America repeatedly, send me a video. I want to see. <laughs> Why not? We'll put that on our social media. Yes. <laughs> oh, all right, Hi. you guys. We'll see you on Sunday. We'll see you on Sunday. Don't forget, like, follow, subscribe. All of the things. Social media is all down below me here. Like, follow, subscribe to our podcast. Um, new episodes are currently being put up as we speak. Yeah. New crazy. episodes are being released every single day. It's creepy. They're strangers we don't know that are listening. Yeah. I know. It's we're, great. We're famous great. now. <laughs> Legit. Okay, you guys, enjoy your weekend. Thank you. And yes. thank you to the last Electric Radio Band for allowing us to use their song, Bronze Age of Horror. We just got a message from Augie today saying that the album, like, they're finally done piecing together everything. So now they just got to finalize it and get that out. And if Ancient City Con is a go, we'll be performing at Ancient City Con in September. So, yay! yay. <laughs> I know. All right, yeah. you, guys. you guys. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Love one another. Yes. Do it. Be good Yay. peoples. And and peace out. Peace out, Cub Scouts. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Bye.